It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to New York. This is is the Devil's Devil's State of Mind Mind Podcast, Podcast. brought to you by the the Hockey Hockey Podcast Podcast Network. Network. Now here's your host, host, Neil Villapiano! Shout out to SeatGeek for sponsoring the Devil's State of Mind Podcast. I recently became a brand ambassador for them. SeatGeek is a ticket app that takes the confusion out of buying tickets. They out a 0 to 10 score on each ticket to know if you're getting a good or bad deal. Green means good and red means bad. Plus, my listeners get $20 off their first ticket purchase with my promo code Devil State of Mind. Again, my promo code is Devil State of Mind. Click the link in our social medias on our link tree to download the app and remember to use our promo code devil state of mind click the link in my profile slash description of anything that i have i'll have it on all of my links and once again shout out to SeatGeek for being the official ticketing app of the devil state of mind podcast a big shout out to our sponsors at Horns and Tail Napa Valley. Horns and Tail Napa Valley is the official wine club of the New Jersey Devils. 
and a proud sponsor of the Devil's State of Mind podcast, allowing them to bring together two passions, hockey and wine, in an exciting and memorable way. They offer premium, limited production Napa Valley wines. They also have gift options for Devils fans. Their wine club offers a wide range of gift options, including individual bottles, curated gift sets, and exclusive merchandise providing the perfect present for any occasion. Every bottle was created by the team with their winery to honor the history and celebrate the success of the team. Their winery has worked closely with the team to create wines that embody the spirit and achievements of the New Jersey Devils, allowing fans to savor the memories and celebrate their team. Plus, every purchase helps support the Devils Youth Foundation. And if you want to get yourself a bottle of this delicious Devils wine, you go to Nap to Horns and Tail Napa Valley. Use my promo code at checkout Devil State and you can get 10% off your purchases. So once again, shout out to Horns and Tail Napa Valley for being the official wine sponsor of the New Jersey Devils and the Devil's State of Mind podcast. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the Hockey Podcast Network. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinemat.org. In New York, call 877-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Kansas, call 8-1800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Max bet $50, 10-plus leg required for one 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.com, draftkings.com, slash baseball terms. All right, Devils fans, we have a very, very special guest joining us here on this edition of the Devil's State of Mind podcast. And you, you guys know that I really, really do like to talk about, you know, a lot of a, a lot about what players on our team are doing throughout the offseason. And, and one of the, the main things that a lot of people like to take a look at is how the players are doing when it comes to training to get ready for training camp, which we are slowly but surely getting to as we're here into August by this time next next month, you know, we're going to start having prospects playing and then training camp's going to get underway. And we wanted to do a quick check-in on a couple of Devils players. And to help me do that, it is with great pleasure that we welcome on the man who has created DB Hockey Factory, Mr. Daniel Broberg. Daniel, welcome to the Devil's State of Mind podcast. Uh, obviously, the time difference is 
it's quite a lot, but it's more in the evening for you. But nonetheless, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing very, very well. And I'm, uh, it's a big pleasure to join you here today. Um, it's been, a, as you said, it's been a long day here in Sweden. We're getting close to nighttime here. And uh, I just uh, finished a uh, practice together with Jesper Bratz. So I'm feeling really, really good right now. That's awesome. And obviously, we are going to talk uh, a little bit about Jesper. We're also going to talk a little bit about Holtz as well, because I do have some you know, questions that people are definitely uh, interested in, in learning. But I want to talk about you first, because I, I want to get people to, to learn about you a little bit and understand you know, where you're coming from. Now, uh, you've coached hockey now for well over 30 years. And my big question to you is this. What do you enjoy the most about teaching the game of hockey? Oh, that's a big question because I've experienced so many parts of hockey. Um, I've been an ordinary coach for 30 years and now I've been running my own company for four years. Uh, now, nowadays, I work more with individual skill and uh, skill development. But I would say as a summarized the, your big question to one answer is uh, being on ice with uh, motivated players. And uh, for me... It could be just as fun to be on ice with 12-year-olds as with the NHL players. Uh, so I realize I have a very, very unique and very, very fun job because most of the players, most of the people I meet are very motivated. They have a very strong drive. They have dreams. And uh, my job is to help them to, to try to catch the dreams and become better hockey players. That's absolutely fantastic. And, uh, you know, there's there's definitely people out there that want to help, you know, these players achieve those dreams like you mentioned. And a lot of them are obviously to play professional hockey and even get a chance to play in the National Hockey League, which uh, you have certainly helped a ton of players in that respect. And uh, my, my next question to you, kind of talking about, you know, what you do. You started DB Hockey Factory about three years ago. What convinced you to kind of start that program and tell us a little bit about, you know, for, for my listeners, you know, kind of what you do with, with players on a day-to-day -day basis? Yeah, I've always had the, the individual part, the individual development part as a, like a spine in my whole coaching. I think it's a very, very important part of hockey. And sometimes we forget it when, once we come to the professional level, it's more like a team uh, team uh, thinking uh, how to develop the strategy and the way to play and of course that's very important but but I think the individual technique and the individual uh, physical part is super super important so I, I've always had that with me um, when I was starting coaching I had a I was very fortunate to end up in a club here in Sweden that were very very good at this uh, thing and a former devil player, Johnny Odoya, he was uh, one of the players in that team uh, when he was like 14, 15 years old. So I started very early to focus on uh, the technique and how to develop skating, stick handling and so on. Uh, but as I said, I was coaching teams for 30 years at many, many different levels here in Sweden. But the last two, three years of those uh, coaching years, I started more and more work with the Swedish professional guys, uh, the Swedish NHL guys during summertime, and I thought it was so much fun. So I wanted to take it to another level, and that's why I started DB Hockey Factory. And 
So nowadays, as I said, I work with young kids. I work with uh, junior players and I work with NHL players. And it all depends on where during the season. Uh, in season, I work with younger guys, of course. Uh, and in the summer times, it's getting more older players. That's awesome. And uh, obviously, if you guys haven't already, go check out you know their Instagram page, DB underscore hockey underscore factory. Uh, you get to see a lot of what Daniel does on a day-to-day basis um, with you know a bunch of different players. And like he mentioned, at different age groups. Now, this is a really interesting question because, you know, obviously I live here in North America in the United States. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of listeners that are that are big hockey fans here in North America. And, you know, everywhere you're going to get coaching differently. You know, there's different styles and different things like that. And my question to you, Daniel, is what is it about coaching the game of hockey over in Europe that can be considered different than how it's uh, approached here in North America, United States and, and Canada and, and uh, areas like that? That's a very, very good question. I think if you look at uh, where our philosophy in Sweden comes from, it's the old Soviet Union, I, I would say. Uh, we were very influenced on how they trained and uh, the way of thinking uh, in hockey. But at the same time, I think North America has been inspired and influenced by the European hockey, both uh, Swedish players and Russian players. And uh, they have... You guys have changed the way you play the game the last 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. And also, as we, we have been very much more influenced by the Canadian than American style to play the game. So I think we, we have gotten closer to each other the last 15, 20 years, maybe. It was a bigger difference when I started coaching. I mean, North American hockey was very much uh, north, south, uh, south. Right. Uh, big guys, uh, very physical uh, kind of hockey. We were more like into skating and the skill part, but I think we have really come closer to each other and I can't see those big difference today. If you look at younger kids, I think there's a bigger difference because I, when I talk to North American coaches and North American hockey people, I realize you play much more games in North America. It's very much focused on playing games and tournaments and travel with teams. Mm-hmm. We have a bigger focus on the individual development until they're like 13, 14, 15 maybe. And then we start to focus more on the game. I'm not saying we have the right model in any way, but I right. think that's a difference I've experienced over the years. Yeah, and that's kind of something that I was, you know, really curious about because, you know, one thing that I've learned from, you know, watching different, you know, documentaries and listening to interviews and all that stuff is that no matter where you are in the world, the game of hockey in some degrees is the same. And then there's ways that people have, you know, turned the game into different, you know, strategies that have helped in their situations and, and um, you know, things like that. And it's always curious to learn from an outsider's perspective how things are done in a completely different part of the country. And that's, and that's tremendous. Now I want to talk about two guys in particular that uh, you have the pleasure of working with that. I think devils fans have, I'd say at least a minor interest in, in learning about. And um, some other guys that I noticed that you did work with before I mentioned, these two are guys like William Eklund currently playing for the San Jose Sharks, uh, Oliver uh, Killington as well. Um, Killington is, is uh, been working with you, but, the two guys in particular I'm talking about are Jesper Bratt 
and Alexander Holtz. And obviously, they both of them are very well known with the New Jersey Devils. Obviously, Brad got his long-term contract earlier this offseason. Alexander Holtz, this is supposed to be a big offseason for him. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about both of these guys. And I want to start first with uh, Jesper Brad. And it's kind of a two-part question for you. The first question I have is, what have you seen from Jesper in terms of his growth and development over time since you've been working with him to the point to where he is right now? Uh, I would say the first thing, first uh, thing that struck me, struck me when when I met him, was his dedication and how he was his focus on becoming a very very good NHL player. That was from day one, and he was very young. It was four years ago we, when we met, we started to work the first time, and I was really impressed by his uh, determination. Uh, he really had his path set for uh, he wanted uh, he knew he knew what he wanted so i was really impressed by that and uh, it's very very easy to work with because he's so dedicated mm. um, and i think he has find his way of playing the game and uh, i i also believe he realized his biggest challenge is to find consistency uh, mm-hmm. to be uh, because his high level you all seen his when he's playing at a really high level, but right. uh, I think he want to become more consistent and be- become more comfortable with all his tools, um, mm-hmm. with all his skills. Um, so I think that's what we put all the focus on. And for every year that goes, I think he's taking a big step. Uh, last season, I mean, the first three months of last season was awesome. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, both you and uh, me and him know that uh, the last two months could have been uh, on a higher level. But yeah. so his focus and my focus as well is to find ways to get take one more step and uh, find a better consistency uh, for next season. And But still develop the things that he's really good at. Uh, yeah. And that's, of course, his skating, his uh, dynamic way of moves. And uh, so that's what we put put all the focus on this season. I think it's really crazy to think about Brad has been with New Jersey since, you know, 2017 and he's still incredibly young uh, as a player. And I think it's tremendous to hear that he continues to develop more and more. And I'm glad you brought up about how last season went for him. Like you mentioned, you know, the first couple of months, you know, even like the first couple of weeks, he was getting national attention for how great of a start that he had to the point where we had a, you know, a semi-jokingly uh, hashtag that Jesper Brad is the best player in the NHL because he was playing at such a high level early on. And yeah, over the course of the season, you know, there were there were certainly struggles and there was certain criticism from a lot of people, particularly how things went in the playoffs. But I had mentioned that, you know, it's his first time in the playoffs. He's learning over time how to, you know, get his game to that point. And it's great to hear that he wants to get better with that consistency. And that kind of brings me into my second part of my two-parter. And that is, what are you and Jesper working on specifically to help him get ready for this upcoming 23-24 season? I think the the content in our practices is pretty much the same. We, we focus on the same things. But the goal is to get him more and more confident in his uh, 
skills and the, the way he moves. So for me, I, I use an expression called smooth power. I call it myself the smooth power uh, because he's very strong. He's very athletic. Uh, but I want to, to get the technique level to go hand in hand with that power that he's got in his body and rely on the skills, rely on his skating, rely on the smoothness and the, the glide. Because once you have that feeling, you're going to get the flow in your actions. And that's mm. what all, all sports people want to have. They want to have flow. It doesn't matter if it's boxing or hockey or basket or whatever. You want to have that where you feel that you get extra push, you get extra speed, you, you have the smoothness. So that's what we try to work on even more to get more confident in those kind of actions. And when you feel that you don't have it, you push a little bit too hard, you mm -hmm. overwork situations, and yeah. you the flow level gets lower and lower. So to getting the confidence, uh, trusting your skill level, to be able to maintain that smoothness and the flow, that's the main focus, I think. And obviously, you know, I could speak for a lot of, you know, Devils media, Devils fans that we are certainly excited to, to see not just the team, but obviously Jesper Brad and what he can, uh, what he can obviously provide for this team moving forward as they now prepare for what is the beginning of what we would say the championship window for this team. And, you know, Brad has talked about numerous times wanting to win the Stanley Cup in New Jersey. And uh, obviously with your help, I think he can certainly help us get to that point. And it's certainly very exciting. Now, I want to shift to Alexander Holtz because I think not that Brett isn't, you know, interesting to, to learn about, but we know at this point a lot of the time what Jess Brett can bring to the table and his skill set. Alexander Holtz is a little bit more of an interesting story. Um, obviously, things have been a little bit slower for him in terms of getting – you know, into the NHL, being consistently with the team and obviously, you know, contributing on a night-to-night -night basis. Um, that being said, I've said this before, I even wrote an article about it, that he does show flashes of the skill that he has. And so my question to you is, again, kind of a two-parter, but I'll, I'll ask it in this way. How did you come across getting the opportunity to work with Alexander Holtz? And what is it about him that you see that makes him so talented and gives him the ability that we all know that can translate into the NHL. Yeah. Uh, I've been following Alex for, since he was like 11, 12, because he was a really early star in Stockholm hockey. Everyone knew about Alex. And uh, wow. I remember I was coaching a junior team and he was, I think two or maybe three years younger and we mm -hmm. were going to play that team, and everyone was talking about Alex. And I told my team, "Hey guys, this guy is two years younger. Why, why, why are you putting so much focus on this?" And he scored like three goals against wow. us, and I was like, "What is happening here?" So he was <laughs> a he was a big star early, and I think uh, with everything that comes with that, I think this was a big big step for him to join the Devils, uh, join the NHL. Because he's always been number one. He's always been the guy that put got all the attention. He was uh, the big star in all the teams he played for. Mm -hmm. I think it was a big challenge for him to to come to a such a high the highest level you can. Uh, and we have to under, we have to remember and realize it's his first year. Uh, 
for me, I'm absolutely convinced he's going to become a really good NHL player. But I also I feel it might be a problem if it's too much stress early on. Yeah. That everyone expects him to be like sec- second line, first line player. The mm-hmm. first thing that happens when he makes his step. Um, so I think the first year was tough for him, but yeah. also a good year for him. I think he had realized so many things uh, just by being in this uh, environment and mm-hmm. seeing how things works at the top level. Yeah, Because I think when you are a young, big star, you take things for granted. Uh, you know you're going to play. You're gonna, you know you're going to get your power play time and everything. Right. And then you end up in a situation where, oh, I have to start to reflect here and start to see new see this in new with new eyes and new yeah. uh, reflections so i think it was a tough but good year for alex the first year and i know his talent he's got a raw talent he's he's like a beast when it comes to the physical part his shot is super amazing and i also think he realized what he need to develop to be able to m- become a better player at the NHL level. And the thing we work on, on ice, um, him and me, is the way he moves, uh, trying to get inspired by Jesper Bratt, the, his dynamic uh, yeah. movement. Uh, I think Alex can really improve a lot there because he's always been relying on his uh, strength and his power. And that's good. But I think you yeah. also have to be more dynamic and more hard to read, unpredictable. Out, out there. Now you did mention this, and it's been mentioned before that you that obviously Brett, you know, and Holtz, you know, work out together, and and I think, like you mentioned, that's really important. What what can Brett? What does Brett provide to Holtz? Obviously, that they both play for the same team. They know they have the same type of expectations. You know, for Brett being still young, but being more of a veteran guy for a younger player like Holtz. You know what? Uh, what have you seen from Brett? that has kind of helped Holtz, you know, in terms of, you know, getting better and understanding the NHL game more? I think Jesper is super important for Alex. First of all, he's got like four or five years more of experience from from this level. And you can't expect a young kid to know what it takes when only because you play good hockey in Stockholm, in in Sweden, doesn't matter you are, it doesn't mean that you're ready to play in NHL. So you have to face all these uh, experiences to be become ready. And I think Jesper has been super important for Alex in that, from that perspective. Uh, and I also think Jesper is one of the most dedicated players I've ever come across. And I think that's good for Alex to see the way Jesper prepare, how he eats, how he sleeps, how he practice. Uh, so I think he's a great role model for Alex in many, many ways. But of course, it's up to Alex to take those steps. Right. Uh, Jesper can't force him. I can't force him. It's up to Alex to take those steps. And, and I'm absolutely convinced he will. Um, so I'm looking forward to this season and the season coming up. You are getting me so excited to see Holtz again this season. Like last year when he made the team and he scored the first goal of the season, I had a chance to be there in person when he did it. And I've seen, I think I've been to every game except one that he scored a goal in in the NHL. And I just love everything about him, you know, even from the time that we drafted him. And my last question to you is this. Now it was 
reported here in North America. I don't know if you've seen it or not by NJ, by NewJersey.com that the Devils front office made it clear to Holtz that this is a quote uh, potentially career defining offseason. This was the term that was used. Um, so with that in mind, what have you guys worked on overall to help Holtz? reach higher marks in his development, also his confidence, and to get him ready for a very important training camp for him this upcoming season. Yeah. He put a lot of focus on the off-ice training for a start when he came back to Sweden. So I know he's, he's really worked on improving his physical uh, status. He's a strong kid, as I said, uh, but he, he needs to develop the d- dynamic part, uh, the way to move and be more flexible and stuff. And the same thing when he's on ice with me. I, I want to make him more dynamic, more unpredictable, mm-hmm. uh, finding better angles, getting into better positions. His shot is his main weapon. Right. And that's what we start with. Uh, so I want to help him to to get into better, better positions, better angles, to be able to use his shot in a better way. Um, and once he feels that he's getting these dynamic skills improved, uh, finding a better flow in his game, I, I'm absolutely convinced his uh, confidence will improve as well. For me, skills and confidence goes hand in hand. If you improve right. your skills level, you're gonna get better confidence, and you're gonna be able to. You're gonna have a bigger courage to act during yeah. games, and that's pretty much what it's all about for Alex. He must go out on the ice and really have the guts to do things and act during the games. And I think, and you know, from the way that you've described it and in working with Holtz, I mean, I, I have now grown in that confidence as well, that, that Holtz is really gonna, you know, step up this season. Uh, You know, and I, I mentioned before, you look at what the team, what the devil's team has in terms of, you know, scoring talent. I think Holtz can blend into that uh, very well. And I think that uh, the devil's organization very much is, is rooting for, Holtz, as are you, obviously, and myself. And same thing with Brat as well. And we're very, very excited to see both of them in a couple of weeks. Now, uh, Daniel, my last question to you, and again, thank you so much for taking time today to speak with us, is this. For any hockey player out there, any hockey player, what is your biggest advice to them when they want, when they say that they want to work on their skill development and take their game to the next level? Wow. Uh... I think you, everything comes down to the game. You, you have to be able to play the game in a good way. And for me, I, I like to use the, the phrase uh, hockey sense. Uh, I mean, hockey sense is what it's all about. You can look in, you can look in many, many different ways if you want to become a good hockey player. You can be big, you can be small, you can be tough, strong, small, quick. Mm-hmm. But it, to be able to make good decisions... That's what it's all about. And uh, I think the skill level can help that because if you trust your skills, if you trust your skating, if you trust your, your stick handling, your the way you handle the puck, you're going to be able to create more time for yourself on the ice. And if you have time, you have better opportunities to make good decisions. So hockey sense and skill development, as I said before, it goes hand, goes hand in hand. So for me, skating is super, super important to be comfortable in the way you skate and the way you move. I see even pro players that don't trust the skating enough. Mm. So they hold it back. They, they want to play safe. But 
for me, it doesn't matter if you're a defenseman or a Jesper Bratt kind of player. I want, I want them to have the courage to do things. I want them to have the confidence to really act when they play the game. Um, and if you look at the best players in the game today, they, they move incredibly good. Uh, so skating and trusting your skating, and uh, that's pretty much what it's all about. But we also have to remember, we always have to start with the game. How does the game look? That's what it's all about. And when you come to pro level, it's all about winning hockey games. Uh, doesn't right. matter how, how you skate if you can't win. So right. it's we have to be able to translate it into the game. How how can we use the skill in the, the best way to win more hockey games? I love absolutely all of that. And uh, Daniel, thank you so much for for doing this today. We we really do appreciate it. But before I let you go, I like to do this with all my guests. And I like to roll out the red carpet to let uh, you kind of promote, you know, where people can find, you know, your work um, and anything else you got going on for, you know, my listeners. So the floor is yours, my friend. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm an Instagram guy. So most of my things you, you find there. And it's, as you said before, it's DB underscore hockey underscore factory. Uh, that's my channel uh, where I <laughs> try to like explain my message what i what i believe in and uh doesn't matter if you're 10 years 10 year old or nhl player or parent or coach or whatever i think you can find the inspiration there uh when it comes to the physical daniel uh i'm mostly in stockholm in sweden but i also travel some and uh, i hopefully gonna go back to north america us and canada soon again i had many plans before covid but uh it was canceled of, of right. uh, obvious reasons. Um, yes. But hopefully I'm going to go back there soon. Awesome. And uh, hopefully, Daniel, you get a chance to come to New Jersey and check out uh, two of your guys. And, uh, you know, we'll definitely get a chance um, to meet up if, if, uh, if all possible. But again, Daniel, thank you so much uh, for taking some time today. We really do appreciate it. And we look forward to talking with you again uh, down the road. But thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. And take care of Jesper and Alex. <laughs> we certainly will. No question about it. Devils fans, even if you're not going on vacation, summer's all about a vacation state of mind. Whether I want to listen to Coldplay, One Republic, or many others on repeat, or just need to retreat inside my own head for a bit, I love creating my own summer soundtrack by popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. There's so much going on all summer. Sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see people or stay calm with some guided meditation. And a lot of things I like listening to on my Raycon earbuds are podcasts. I love podcasts. Uh, definitely listen to music when I'm at the gym and also when, you know, I'm taking walks outside and just getting an opportunity to uh, really just get some fresh air as well. Let me tell you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen. Use earbud tap functions to toggle between three customizable sound profiles, noise isolation and awareness mode. Raycon also have a 32 hour battery life, including eight hours of playtime. So you, so you can listen to what you want when you want for a really, really long time. They come with custom gel tips for the most comfortable in-ear fit. They started at the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 30-day happiness guarantee, so you really 
can't lose. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon right now, Devils fans. Listen, and you can get 15% off your Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash THPN. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash THPN.